Hi, I'm Will Evans. Welcome to another episode of Ahead of the Field from NFU Mutual. Today, we're going to be focusing on the agricultural contracting industry, how it's changed and how it supports the farming sector. I'm joined by Ian Madova, who's worked extensively in the industry, and Charlie York, an NFU Mutual spokesperson. Ian, let's turn to you first. Give us a bit about your background. How have you been involved in the agricultural contracting industry? Yes, well, so um, uh, I'm a farmer's uh, son, um, farming uh, background on both sides of the the family. So farming is very much in in the blood. And I, for my sins, went to help a local agricultural contractor out just for um, a summer um, and ended up um, working with uh, that contractor for about... 12 or 13 years. Um, <laughs> Once you're in, you're in with these things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, the draw of yeah. shiny machinery back in the 1980s was a little bit too much for me to resist. Yeah, that, that progressed for, for quite, a, quite a period of time where eventually that particular business um, had a separation of partners, uh, of partners as, as one of the partners wanted to retire. And, and, and I took on um, a, a section of that business in my own right. So um, I, then, I was then contracting um, in my own right for about um, another 15 years or so, I guess. Okay. What, what tractor did you start off on then in the 1980s? Oh, um, I think um, it would have been uh, s- probably 2140 John Deere's. Um, there would have been some of the old um, 80 series Fiat's and um, a, a, a mixture of various extremely uncomfortable and noisy tractors <laughs> by today's standards, basically. Yeah. So what have been some of the main changes that you've seen in that time? Oh, wow. Um well, so I'll probably just hit <laughs> hit on a couple. Um, you know, the the, the tra- tractors themselves have um, progressed from um, uh, those uh, very uh, purposeful designs to something that is focused far more around the operator nowadays and efficiencies um, and and ensuring that you know you can get the very much you know the very best productivity out of the the not only the machine but also the operator. I mean, that's that's a massive. Yeah. a massive change but i think more broadly really it's how farming has changed and mm. and the, the fact that contracting has had to to move with that you know yeah. the size of the farms the type of the farm the drift away from um if you like more mixed farming um uh basis that we certainly have in this part of the world um you know, it's gone very specialist, you know, in Cornwall especially now, there's a, there's a lot of very big um, uh, specialist growers that are focusing on, on you know, higher value crops. Um, and, you know, it's the time pressures, the, 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 the tightening of margins over the years, the fact that productivity has, has had to increase so very much. And, and you know, to aid all of that, I guess one of the huge changes is has been in technology. Mm. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll put you on the spot here then and ask you, what's the single piece of tech or machinery that's meant the biggest improvement in terms of efficiency over your time in the job? Oh, I think it's, you know, it's, it has to be um, the guidance systems, yeah. really, uh, yeah. and auto steer and, um, you know, the, with especially the RTK systems that allow that really precise um, 
planting operations and ensuring, you know, that the that pass by pass, you know, overlaps are reduced and, you know, it's maybe not something that, again, with a lot of efficiencies, you don't necessarily see it as cash in hand. But, mm. um, you know, throughout the process um, of an operation, um, you know, the savings uh, have been phenomenal. But then, of mm. course, obviously, there is, you know, a huge cost um, that comes along with a lot of this technology. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Charlie, uh, welcome to the show. What agricultural contracting trends have you seen from an NFU mutual perspective? Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with Ian with the first one, obviously, about the, the evolution of kit and how GPS and others have really aided the actual operators. But from our research and our annual farming survey, we've seen that 60% of our farming customers employ some form of agricultural contractor on their farm. Mm. And evidence does suggest that there's considerable growth in this sector. And I think we can all see with the, with the withdrawal of BPS scheme and other factors, contracting is only going to grow in its importance. Recently, we also conducted another social media survey, and this was really to try and understand why people have and would consider going into agriculture contracting. Mm-hmm. I think unsurprisingly, 40% do this to support the farm income, yeah. followed by 25% using it as a route into the industry. So we've looked at it from another angle, and that's really to see um, how people are using contractors and what they're doing. It. And the survey showed that getting work done safely and well was the top priority for over half of the respondents. And I think whilst we can all appreciate speed and efficiency is key, particularly at busy times of the year like this, it's really encouraging for us to see that getting the work done quickly isn't compromising on the safety of the job. Ian, does what you see on the ground support what Charlie just said? Oh, I, you know, absolutely. Um, you know, I think um, Charlie um, hit on the, the um, subject of BPS there very briefly. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think you know, this, the, 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 the future with elms approaching now um you know surrounded by by questions um no one really understands the scheme but i think there are some certainties and one being that it it certainly isn't a replacement for bps Mm. and there won't be a bps replacement um and you know elms um will effectively take the place of stewardship schemes and um support payments themselves will become you know become a thing of the past so you know i think um it's very much a case of uh you know how um contractors themselves can diversify to to assess the changing picture of agriculture and also you know on reflection again of what charlie said with regards to um you know a lot of farmers uh, themselves diversifying into contract into you know, just to try and supplement incomes and, um, and, and um, you know, improve profit margins for the businesses is, you know, has been something that I've recognised and I can see, you know, becoming more, more prominent. Hmm. So from a, a practical point of view, how important are contractors to the wider farming industry? I mean, I, I sometimes get the impression that their importance um, isn't talked about enough. Would you, would you agree, Ian? Oh, well, 100%. And, you know, uh, Charlie's figure of uh, of sixty percent. I think if you start drilling drilling into that and asking mm. yourself, really, actually, what is a contractor? What does a contractor do? Um, and it's very easy to get swayed by this picture of um, the team of guys rocking up on a farm with a with a bunch of shiny kit. But it isn't just that. It's, mm. the, it's the foot trimming guys, the sheep shearers, and you know. So I think when you start to looking into into all those um, other areas, I, I would imagine that maybe um, 
the NA, uh, NAAC's figures of closer to 90% would be more accurate and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, questionable as that is. Um, um, and, you know, I see the importance of the contractor um, growing because, uh, you know, the face of farming is going to change so much in the coming years and we don't really know how. But what we do know is that um, the environment is going to be um, as big and important a part of, of farming as food production, and if mm-hmm. not bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, the professional contractors um, are going to be the ones that are talking to their, their clients and understanding the challenges they, they face, understanding um, the uh, perhaps the, di- the, the diversification that they're looking at and seeing how the contractor himself can change his business to to suit the changing face of farming. Hmm. Uh, Charlie, Ian uh, touched on a few of the different types of contracting roles there uh, within the industry. Perhaps you could just expand and and list a few more, please. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that there are many different types of services offered by contractors up and down the country. And I think a really important point Ian's mentioned and and touched on there is you, you could have your professional contractors who do that as the business and the service, And then you may also have this growing trend of traditional farmers that are diversifying into offering a form of agricultural um, services Mm. to supplement their income. But when we really break that down, you can see it covering what what I would say sort of three categories of areas. And I'm I'm going to miss off some occupations here, but just to give you a flavour of it, the first would be crop support and maintenance. And that could be, like Ian said, you you might have your teams of people coming in um, to harvest. You may have your, your farms coming in to carry out other tasks, such as hedge cutting, drilling, and preparing the crops. Mm. Um, then you may have your secondary group, which could be animal husbandry, and that could cover anything from your specialist coming in to scan the stock, shearing sheep, right the way through to providing specialist treatments. And I think moving forward again, services to improve health or the well-being of your livestock, as that might become more of an important factor uh, moving forward. And the final group would be that land management piece, and that, and that could be categories of people that you might find your agronomist in there you could find other experts that would advise you on the best way to manage your land um, but again touching back on bps and the way schemes are moving it could be that we start to see more experts in that field offering expert help and advice uh, on how to meet subsidy requirements or how to um, farm the best way for the environment so i think it's going to be really looking at those three areas where you may find the contractors falling into mm. Now, we, something we talk about a lot in farming circles is ways to get new entrants into the industry. Um, and there are opportunities with contracting for those wanting to break into the farming industry, aren't there? Definitely. Absolutely. I think with the work that we've done with many young farmers, um, thinking particularly and actually down in the southwest where you are as well, we can all appreciate how hard it is for new entrants to come into farming, particularly that younger market coming through. And contracting offers that wealth of opportunities for those wanting to make the mark in the industry. We've already mentioned, and you've alluded to there, well, it's a really common and important route for young farmers to come into the industry. But equally, for those not from a farming background as well, I think that's an important point here. And whilst it can be highly competitive, and you you may find others in your area offering a similar service, um, you could really take this as an opportunity to specialise in that particular field Mm. and um, and really learn and grow. And I think Mm. that's the really nice thing here for young farmers or new entrants, is that they can use this as an opportunity to up their skills, to grow in the industry without having that financial pressure or responsibility of purchasing and running a farm, which obviously is that that limiting factor. One point also that I'd I'd make on here is that 
whilst it's obviously a beneficial route into the market, there's also benefit for farmers using the contractors. And I think we, we've mentioned it early on that maybe um, contractors aren't getting as much praise in the industry as, as they probably deserve. Mm-hmm. But by farmers employing contractors, it can help them release the capital that they may have invested in old kit or they may have considered purchasing new kit. And that really leads on to the fact that many of these contractors now are using the latest cutting edge and specialist equipment. And, and whilst that obviously helps them stand out from others in the area, using that latest technology can help economies of scale and drive growth um, for both, really. Hmm. Okay. Ian, um, give us a sense of the different sizes of contracting firms that are operating these days. I mean, some of, some of them are enormous, aren't they now? But some of them are quite small one-man operations, I guess. Yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, again, going back to the diversified farmers, is, you know, Charlie's already touched upon it, that it's, you know, it's often the farmer's son that is, is venturing out perhaps with, with the farm's tractor initially maybe to, to help a larger local contractor in, in you know, seasonal operations. Mm-hmm. And quite often you see that, that that initiative quite often grows into something bigger and greater. Um, you know, uh, again, um, Charlie's already mentioned, um, you know, crop care specialists. There, there are those that are offering, um, you know, the, uh, that's focused specialist service, that, um, which, you know, incorporates agronomy together with crop spraying, maybe um, uh, fertilizer application, and, and that's that's their bag. Um, you know, it, it goes up to perhaps those that uh, focus more um and specialise in, um, uh, you know, maybe forage harvesting uh, and perhaps also a stubble-to-stubble operations in, in contract farming basis. Um, you know, right up to those really big guys that are, that are offering, you know, the full service from, mm-hmm. from top to bottom. And, and you know, I think uh, increasingly you, you're seeing some of those, um, those larger businesses effectively taking over the entire mechanical operation of some farms um mm. uh, for for example uh one of of my um uh current customers has got a reasonably large dairy uh, dairy uh farm um all he owns is one scraper tractor um and a, a and a telehandler mm. um every single operation on that farm is done by contractors Charlie, what are the key things contractors should be aware of from uh, an insurance perspective? Yeah, so, I mean, whether you're a farmer, grower or contractor, it's vital that you have the right cover and protection in place. It's, that's for you, your staff, but also for the farming business. So if you expand your business to provide contracting services, then it's essential to have the insurance cover that meets those new activities. And it's just simply otherwise, if you don't, you are putting your business at risk. So it's important to make sure you're not underinsured for the first point. And and this is really to help you mitigate financial shortfalls in the event of a claim. And secondly, the important one for contracting I would mention is get the right covers and protection in place for the services and the activities you're offering. So as an example, if you are spraying, make sure you have the correct cover in place. If you damage somebody else's crops due to that spray drift or fertilizing in the wrong place, having those sort of key ones for your needs and really will make sure you have the right protection there. Mm. Um, and what kind of cover is available from NFU Mutual? So agriculture contractors are an important part of farming in the UK, as we know, and whether it's specialist firms that have been set up for that exact purpose or existing firms and, and family farms that may have diversified, NFU Mutual's cover can now be applied more flexibly for contractors to suit those needs. So the cover's there to protect the contractors as they serve the customers, whether you're working the livestock or the land. 
and whether you're purely an agricultural contractor or primary um, occupations farming your land, you can add a range of these contractor covers to suit your needs. So there are some criteria where you may need to have an existing commercial select or farm select product. But what I would say is I'd encourage you to speak to your local agency office. Um, agents like Ian obviously have these expertise in this area as well and can really help support them and, and, and customers. Th there's also other factors there as well that, we'll, that we can support on. So we can offer specialist risk management services and also plant inspections. So where you may have the farms that have got lots of plant, lots of kit, um, or equally where you may have a farm where you have lots of contractors coming in, that's where risk management and so on can really benefit in and help. Mm. Okay. Uh, Ian, how do you see contracting changing in the future? Well, it's changed, changed so much over the last sort of 20 years. Where do you, where do you see it going? I can probably uh, cast my mind, not very well, because I've got the best of memories, but um, certainly back in, um, in the early 90s when I thought that you know, life couldn't possibly get any better than um, uh, driving what was then um, <laughs> pretty advanced <laughs> equipment yeah. and thinking um, you know, how can things possibly change any more or faster or different um, over the next hundred years by comparison to the previous hundred. And, mm. you know, I think that would be um, difficult to, to, to beat. But, you know, on reflection now, looking back over, over the last 30 years, you know, things have, have changed so much. And, and um, you know, I, I think the key really at the moment for, for contracting is, is seeking those opportunities mm -hmm. and, you know, technology will be um, at the forefront all the way. It needs to be. It plays a huge part um, in where farming um, needs to go. Um, you know, I think the, the big opportunities lie in what contractors can do in order to um, assist uh the, the 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 protection of the environment on behalf of, of farming and to work with farmers to ensure that um, they're getting the very best um, out of um, uh, uh, of any operation it could be a simple thing looking at the tires that a contractor is using on his trailed equipment to ensure that they're having you know a, a minimal effect on on soil structure it could be looking at specialist planting equipment for high value crops, whether that be trees, wildflowers, mm -hmm. um, you know, all those, all those type of things, you know, carbon, um, sequestration is hugely challenging for, for, for the planet and farming. And, you know, but it, it equally at the same time presents massive opportunity, uh, for, for agriculture as a whole and contractors that are willing to look as far outside the box as they possibly can are going to see huge opportunities and and i think that they're going to be an extremely and more important part of farming businesses than they have been in the past Ian, i mean we've mentioned as we've sort of discussed this that when when in your experience you went back and um, it's evolved and we've seen agriculture contracting develop mm. and i think many listeners will probably be thinking either traditional farmers wanting to diversify into contracting or others wanting to invest in bigger and better kit what was your thoughts back when GPS started to be introduced and, and that auto steer um, as such? I mean, were, were you nervous about it? Did you think it was going to be what it sort of ended up being now? Um, my initial sort of thoughts were, um, what the hell do I need something to, um, to, <laughs> to guide me up across the field for? I used to be able to pride myself at, at, 
and cutting in whilst drilling and getting a, that first pass up across the field, you know, spot mm. on straight. Um, uh, yeah, why do I need a piece of um, technology to to uh, to to improve what I do? And um, I think a lot of operators looked at it as a challenge almost. You know, yeah. how can that possibly be better than me? Um, but obviously, it's, it, it creates a far bigger picture, Charlie, doesn't it? It's, um, you know, it, it's when you start, again, to open your mind up to what it can do for you and for the operation and for the efficiencies um, and the accuracy of, of the job that you're doing. And that's what it's all about at the end of the day. It's not, it's not a personal thing. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's about improving those efficiencies um, and and you know ultimately profit margins yeah. um one thing that will never change though ian is that farmers all want you there at the same time when the sun shines am i right <laughs> oh, a- absolutely and you know I think, I think that that you've hit the nail on the head and you know uh the the challenges that contractors um uh face have, have always been just that and mm. um you know that in itself is presented um uh you know big um questions for contractors again if i cast my mind back to the early days that you know the contractor i initially worked for was running oh three or four forage harvesting outfits mm. um and very soon that became three then two mm. then all of a sudden it's one mm. Um, and it's still doing the same amount of work, but obviously the challenge is that even though it's, it's far more efficient, far faster, it can still physically only be in any one place at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that has created those time pressures, but it, again, it comes back to the efficiencies. It's just not efficient from a contractor's perspective to be running four or five smaller um, outfits when you know one big outfit could do all of the work and and you know the equipment is so expensive now um, contractors just need to get the very best out of every pound that they spend um, and sometimes that can be a, can, can result in some very awkward conversations with customers but I think again this it all comes back to the key um, for any business whether it's um, agricultural contracting um, or otherwise, the key is communication and it's understanding mm. your customer yeah. and, it's, and it's helping the customer understand you as a contractor as well and the challenges that you face mm-hmm. and it's about working together and the future is going to be about seeking those opportunities together and, and, and finding the best way forward for, you know, for, for a profitable business for all concerned. Mm. I, th- I think that's what the youngsters called a mic drop moment there, Ian. Um, great, great <laughs> way to finish. Um, Ian, Charlie, thank you both very much for your time. It's been a really, really interesting discussion. I've learned a lot and I'm sure listeners will have done as well. That's it from this edition of Ahead of the Field. From me, Will Evans, and everyone at NFU Mutual, we wish our listeners and the farming community all the best. Mm.